Disclaimer. I am not a licensed therapist, counselor, or professional broadcaster. The following are stories from my life and personal experiences and are the property of me. There will be profanity, quite a fucking bit of it, so please keep that in mind along with adult themes and topics. Listener discretion is advised. I've always wanted to say that. The fussing downstairs was all too familiar. I heard the click of the door locking and the sound of Manny opening the foyer closet to put his shoes neatly in their place on the shoe tree inside. He had a thing about shoes in the doorway and never liked to come home to see anyone's slippers or boots in the entrance. The closet door closed, followed by the sound of his bare feet shuffling across the wooden floors until they were muffled by the beige carpet in the living room. He went into the kitchen, opened the fridge door, and then closed it. I heard him pour a glass of water and then wash it out in the sink. I grew more and more anxious and even became a little agitated that he wasn't rushing upstairs to see how my night went or if I had purchased anything. I heard Manny shuffle some of the mail on the island in the kitchen until he finally thumped his way up the stairs to our bedroom. I had left the French doors open but was still a bit surprised to suddenly see him standing in the doorway. There was my husband of five years, with the face I had lain beside for all that time, and with the body I had come to know every inch of, and suddenly I was more nervous at that moment than I had been our first time together. Hey, baby, he said with his usual warm grin. Did you have fun tonight? I tried not to read too much into his question. Was he making polite conversation because he thought I probably wouldn't buy anything? Was he trying not to embarrass me in case I did buy something? Did he forget that I went to a sex party? Yeah, I had fun tonight. My gaze directed him to the sex sleeve lying on the top of the bed cover. I hate driving George around. He stripped off his clothes, ignoring my gaze in what I thought was a fairly provocative tilt of the head. What part of being the designated driver means I have to drive him to the grocery store to get eggs for tomorrow? Just going to jump in the shower and rinse off the stink, okay, baby? Within seconds, Manny was in the shower, his sweaty clothes in the hamper, his pajamas out of their drawer, and waiting for his freshly washed body. I started to feel my blood boil. Maybe his normal behavior would have been fine if it had been one of my regular Saturday nights staying at home stuffing myself while I read or rented movies. But this was no regular Saturday night. I heard the faucet turn off and watched him shake the water from his ears and inspect his nose for errant hair before he finally flopped down in his wet towel on the duvet next to me. What's this? He picked up the tube in his hand. Waiting for him to finish his shower, I went from nervous anxiousness to irritable anger to suddenly being caught off guard. It's, uh, what do I say? How do you put something like that? It's a sleeve for your cock, dear. Or a warm blanket for your dick. What had Mahjong called it during the party? 
pocket something. Pocket rocket? Pocket pita? What was it called again? We won the game, eh? Manny said excitedly. You should have seen it. There was hardly any time left, and suddenly, out of nowhere, Rodriguez totally scores on their team, and after that, it was bam, bam, bam. We had all three goals. It was all too much to absorb at once. My night had some sort of surreal quality to it, which was only enhanced by the image of my husband excitedly recanting details of a hockey game while unconsciously squeezing and smacking a pink sex toy in his hand. Deep down, under the anxiousness and anger, I was starting to feel hurt that Manny seemed more excited to talk about his game than my night in a room full of drunken, screaming women and vibrators. You won? That's great, Manny, I said with as much enthusiasm as I could muster. Won? No, baby. We didn't just win. We pulverized them. I think Marcus even tore his leg up again. That's horrible. He's a dick, Manny said. Don't worry about him. No one likes him on the team. Hey, what is this thing anyway? He looked down at the pink sleeve still in its plastic wrap and gave it a tentative squeeze. Well, speaking of dicks, I said, trying to make a clever segue. What? He said with alarm. This is a fake dick? You want a fake dick? No, no. It's more of a sleeve, actually. I was mortified. This wasn't how I had pictured things going at all. He hadn't even kissed me hello yet. Manny studied the outside plastic casing, inspected the ridges on the side, and squeezed open the hole at the top. Oh, I get it, he said. It goes on my dick. He sat on the edge of the bed with the pink sleeve flopping back and forth between his hands. I would have paid a million dollars to know what was going on in his mind at that moment. What did you get yourself? He smiled warmly at me and started a step-by-step routine I had grown accustomed to over the years. 1. Towel gets hung up, damp, on the side of the tub. 2. Pajama top goes on before boxers and pajama bottoms. 3. Teeth get brushed. 4. Slippers are left neatly at the edge of the bed. 5. Pillow is removed from under his head and placed at the foot of the bed. In 10 minutes, he would be snoring. He was halfway through brushing his teeth when he popped his head out of the bathroom and shouted, What did you buy, Lee? Just some stuff, and I bought some other stuff too. I paused to see if he was going to say anything or press for more details. When he didn't, I made my dramatic declaration in a voice barely above a whisper. And I bought a toy too, for me. What? he asked, turning off the faucet. I couldn't hear you. I had the water running. He shut the bathroom light and sat down on the bed. He lined up his slippers by the edge of the bed. What did you say, baby? He said, stifling me on. From the fatigued and exhausted look on his face, I could tell that sex wasn't going to happen. And sadly, for the first time, I was really ready for it. I was in fact so anxiously anticipating it that I found myself deeply disappointed when I realized it wasn't going to happen. I just bought a few things, I said in a low voice. Do you want to see them now? You look kind of tired. I am, Lee. If I didn't have to drive George to the grocery store on top of everything else, I wouldn't be so late. He took the pillow out from under his head and placed it past his feet.
I stared at the five-year-old symbol at the edge of the bed that signaled it was time for sleep. I understand, Manny. Good night. Good night, baby. I turned over to the side lamp by our bed and switched it off. I sat in bed while Manny nestled into the mattress and tucked the sheets up to his neck. Visions of lubricants, a large pink diamond ring, and a bunny with a vibrating nose swirled through my mind until sleep finally overtook me. Sunday morning started out like any other. Manny and I rose around the same time we usually did on the weekends, 9.30 a.m. We would both brush our teeth and head downstairs to our usual routine of coffee, breakfast, and the morning paper. Hey, tell me how the party was last night, Manny said, putting his section of the paper down on the table. His attention was completely on me. I didn't know where to start. Everything felt like a dream in the bold light of morning. I had a good time, actually, I said. It was fun. I learned a lot, too. Really? What did he mean by really? Did he know more than he was letting on? Was he being sarcastic? Did he know that I had never had an orgasm? If he did know, was now the time to tell him? I decided that wouldn't be nice. It's simply not something one says over scrambled eggs and toast. Yeah, I did learn a whole lot, I smiled. Nothing Mahjong doesn't already know, of course. Manny burst out laughing. She could write a book, I bet. Well, she wasn't as surprised as me by some of it. The consultant was a really nice woman. She's been doing the parties for 15 years. She was really nice. I liked her a lot. I guess I wasn't picturing your night being an information session. What were you picturing? I wondered if his vision was anywhere close to what I had in mind before I got there. Manny flashed his big smile. A bunch of girls in their pajamas hitting each other with pillows. He smiled more broadly. I crossed my arms and furrowed my brow until his smile vanished and I knew the image of young, chesty women in lingerie flailing linens at each other was out of his mind. Sorry to disappoint Manny, but it wasn't anything like that at all. Hey, what's the deal with that thing you showed me last night? He said. How much was that? I suddenly felt a pang of both guilt and fear. Would he be mad when he found out how much money I had spent? Should I really have bought that much stuff? In the sober light of day, I wasn't even sure I could remember what some of it was for. I got that for you, I said, praying he wouldn't ask me to show him the receipt. I don't think I got a good look at it last night. Was he trying to be coy or was he using the toy as an excuse to have sex? I couldn't read his expression. I can show you. I said, sounding more like a teacher than I wanted to. He shrugged and followed me upstairs. Our sex routine had become as regimented as the pillow at the foot of the bed habit. It was always the same. One of us undressed, then the next undressed. We would slip under the covers, kiss and touch, usually in the same places with unvaried pressure and for approximately 40 seconds of body zone, until the act itself was complete. With all the new information floating around in my head and my burgeoning desire to make things different, I felt compelled to strike while the loins were hot and not settle for tried and true. Wait here, I said. I left our bedroom and headed towards the storage room. 
I rummaged through the black bag and removed the bottle of lubricant and toy cleaner I vaguely recalled was supposed to be used with the pink sleeve. While foraging through the rest of the bag, I reached into the tiny sack that had my vibrator neatly enclosed inside and decided to leave it where it was for the time being. I wasn't ready yet. I closed the bag, took the two bottles in my hands, and headed back to the bedroom. When I re-entered our room, Manny was lying on the bed, absently tapping his toes against the bed railing. It wasn't exactly the kind of sex scene I had imagined, as I told him I should probably clean the toy first before we used it. He nodded in agreement, and then promptly began to tell me about his plans to play squash with his buddy later that afternoon. I grabbed the pink sleeve from where it was sitting on the nightstand and took it into the bathroom, removing the plastic wrapping, while Manny carried on a conversation he could have easily had without me. He was mentioning something about one of his squash buddies cheating in a game, and I half-heartedly responded with the odd, Oh, you don't say, here, and the occasional, You must be kidding, there. Was this what all couples do when they play with sex toys, make idle conversation and pretend not to feel awkward and a bit foolish? Was this how they do it in porn? I sprayed the cleaner on the outside of the toy and on the inside of it. When I put my fingers inside the pink sleeve, it suddenly became very clear what it was for. I felt a strange tingle of excitement. What had Mahjong called it at the party? A pink pocket? A pizza pocket? No. A pocket pussy! That was it. It was all coming back to me. I started to get excited. I poured warm water down the center of the toy to make sure all the cleaner was washed out. I opened the bottle of lubricant and placed a small bubble of it on my fingers, shoving it inside the toy. I giggled, feeling the rubber react to my slippery touch. Manny was still talking about how he got jilted out of ice time when I walked out of the bathroom with my hands behind my back. He must have noticed my expression because he eventually stopped talking and waited for me to say something. Look what I have, I said, slowly bringing the soft pink toy to his view. His mouth twisted and I couldn't read his expression. Do you know what it's for? The truth is, I was hoping he would tell me so I wouldn't have to figure it all out myself. I think so, he said, slowly getting up from the bed and walking towards me. Is that what you showed me last night? It's pink. Before he could ask me how much it cost, which might threaten the lightheartedness of the mood, and before I lost my nerve completely, I pushed him back against the bed away from me and the toy. He willingly lay down and propped his arms behind his head, making himself comfortable. I opened the buttons of his pajama top. He unfolded his arms long enough to free himself and then promptly returned them back behind his head. I was determined to stay in control, even though I had no idea what I was doing. Unfortunately, my cell phone was too far away to text Mahjong to ask her what I should do. I figured stopping every 10 minutes to get instruction by text would probably spoil the mood. Once Manny's pajama bottoms were off, it was obvious to me that there was much work to do. I looked down at his semi-erect penis, looking like a beleaguered snake in a charmer's basket, too tired to get up and wave to the tourists. It reminded me of a discovery program I saw in India when I was younger, with one major difference. I didn't have a Chennai flute, I had lubricant. 
I took Manny's penis in my hands and gently stroked it with the same rhythm as I had so many times before. I placed one knee between Manny's legs and the other against his outer thigh. I reached for the lubricant. When I squirted it onto my hands, I was shocked to feel how cool it was. I knew instinctually the snake would retreat back into its basket if I doused it with the coldness of the liquid, so I made a spectacle of warming the gel in my hands until I was covered in its silken warmth. Somewhere along the way, Manny's expression changed from relaxed to excited. With the liquid dripping between my fingers, I slowly placed my warm, wet hands down the shaft of his penis. He smiled. I watched as his eyes closed and his head sank deeper into his pillow. He brought his arms down to his sides. It almost looked like he was melting into the sheets. He moaned. I took it as a sign that I was doing something right. I spread the lubricant all over his genitals until he was one beautifully glistening masterpiece of manhood. I was heady with my accomplishment as his fully erect penis indicated my work was well done. It was time to find out exactly what the pink sleeve did. I'm gonna shiver you, shake and quiver you, shiver you.